welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galena. Hey, everybody. So happy to be back with you once again. Once again, it is always an honor and a privilege, I must say, to be with you each week. It makes me very, very, very happy, 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 and joyful. And you know, we always start off our Faith and Good Counsel episodes with prayer. And today, we're offering the prayer from St. Francis of Assisi, the salutation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So let us begin with prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, Holy Lady, Most Holy Queen, Mary, Mother of God, Ever-Virgin, chosen by the Most Holy Father in Heaven, consecrated by Him with His Most Holy Beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. On you descended, and in you still remains all the fullness of grace and every good. Hail His palace, Hail his tabernacle, hail his robe, hail his handmaid, hail his mother, and hail all holy virtues who, by the grace and inspiration of the Holy Spirit, are poured into the hearts of the faithful, so that, faithless no longer, they may be made faithful servants of God through you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Lady of Good Counsel, please Please pray for us. Well, I wanted to start off with that prayer, first of all, because, you know, I love it so much that I pray it so often with you. But our guest today, I'm sure, will appreciate that prayer very, very much because our guest is returning guest, Father Donald Calloway, who loves our Blessed Lady so deeply. Welcome, Father Calloway. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be back with you. Oh, the pleasure and honor is all all mine, I assure you. I'm always happy to talk with you, Father. In fact, there's so so many things to talk about with you that I, I had trouble honing it in today, but we're going to try to stay focused. We're going to try. <laughs> so, so, you know, let me just tell people, in case they, they don't know who you are now, Father, you are a convert to Catholicism a member of the Congregation of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and in fact, vocation director for that order. Um, Before your conversion to Catholicism, you were a high school dropout, uh, having you were kicked out of a foreign country. This is a a lovely resume, right? (laughs) Institutionalized twice and thrown in jail multiple times. Now, we we say it in a humorous way, Father, but it, it breaks my heart. Your story is so beautiful, the mercy of God, how he brought you to radical conversion. And in fact, you've, you're now a very educated man, a holy priest after God's own heart. And so people can find out so much more about you and your, your, uh, your priesthood at fathercalloway.com. I encourage you to check that out. Not only that, not only all of that, but you are now quite the prolific author. You've edited a couple of books, The Virgin Mary and The Theology of the Body and The Immaculate Conception in the Life of the Church. But not only that, you've authored now four books. I own all of them. I've read oh, all of awesome. them. All of them, even the ones you edited. Purest of Lilies, uh, No Turning Back, which is a, a witness to mercy, which is your, your uh, a trans- I was about to say your transformation story, but that's mm-hmm. actually apropos. You're previous book under the mantle which i have on the desk with me it is marked and tabbed and 
highlighted and written in. It's one of my favorites. I use it all the time here on my work at the radio. And your newest, that's what I want to talk about today, Marion Jim's Daily Wisdom on Our Lady. So tell us tell us about that, because you've got some Marion Jim's contained within Under the Mantle. What's different about your new work, Marion Jim's? Yeah, what it is, is um, it's those quotes that were in Under the Mantle, but in order um, to have them all organized in one place, I put them in a separate book because so many people who read Under the Mantle, they said, Father Calloway, you should consolidate those in one book and make it like something that people could look at every day of the year, um, mm. one of those quotes, so they could spend a year with Our Lady. And these quotes are from popes and saints and blesseds, and, and so they're organized according to the liturgical year. So whatever a, a person's feast day is, I try and have a quote that they said about Our Lady for that day. Um, and then at the end of the quote, I give a little title of Our Lady and ask her to intercede for us. And I've got some lovely titles in there that probably a lot of people are not familiar with. You know, Our Lady is the Princess princess of God. The, oh, you know, I love that one. Ooh. Yeah, those kind of heaven's masterpiece and just beautiful, beautiful titles for Our Lady that I think a lot of people are going to be like, wow, I never heard of that. And um, I think they're really going to like it. And it's a small little book. It's not a big book. It's small. Um, can really even fit in a purse. That's so, what I was just thinking, Father. I know you don't mm-hmm. carry a purse, but no. I, car- <laughs> I carry a purse, and I would love to have that book in my mm-hmm. purse. That's, you know, to mm-hmm. take to adoration, perhaps, or just to have, you know, with you sometimes mm-hmm. when we're, you know, I don't know, at the doctor's office, rather than reading, I don't mm-hmm. know, those trashy magazines, pull out mm-hmm. Marion Gems, you know, and right. be it uh, evangelized with that. How awesome. Mm-hmm. So let me let me see if I understand. In Marion, so you've got these Marion Gems contained within under the mantle but are there more in the new book or are they just organized differently the same ones yeah they're the same ones but it's funny because i um i I wanted to put this book together but i thought to myself man how am i going to do this because i don't know how to organize it so i counted them and see i didn't know this but when i counted up the gems i had no idea that divine providence had had me acquire 365 of them Wow. So Yeah. So I was like, oh, my goodness, that's perfect. That means I can put one for every day of the year. And so that's what we did. And um, so, I mean, we could probably come out with volume two, three, four, five, because there's so many little gems on Our Lady. Yes. Um, but these are like the really, really good ones. I mean, the best of the best. Every one so, of them is a kaboom. I mean, they're just... Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome. I, 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 I'm serious. I use them all the time. I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. tabs that it's really not even helpful mm-hmm. to have a tab because they're so, <laughs> so beautiful from saints even that I've never heard of, Father. Right. That yeah, that's what them. I did too is I, I kind of unpacked a lot of um, saints and blessings that people have probably never heard of in the United States, some of them being from Eastern Europe or from Asia or Africa. So... Um, People will be probably, it'll lead them to go deeper and do a little research and find out, well, who is this guy that Father keeps quoting here, you know? So that's kind of cool, too. That is extremely cool. And I love how you said it's cool. It is the the, (laughs) the coolest of the cool. So I bet you're like me, and you're still basking in the glory. Not only was it Divine Mercy Sunday, which I just get so excited Mm. about every year, and all of the graces and mercy flowing from that gift of Divine Mercy Mm -hmm. Sunday, but we had... Two canonizations, unprecedented, Father, on I divine know. on divine mercy Sunday. Saint John the twenty third, Saint John Paul the second. So much to learn from both of these saints. I mean, JP two obviously to me at least is more familiar. His theology right. of the body, his personalism, just that yeah. whole body of work that I'm I just devoting my life to to yeah. studying. But 
John the 23rd, I know so much to learn from him. What do you think that is it's meant for us to understand with their witness for us in this time and in this day as we battle so much of the, the principalities of this world? Yeah, well, I think that the day that they were canonized is really significant because Divine Mercy Sunday, you know, we know the role that John Paul II played in that. I mean, he was, you know, without him, it, it wouldn't be what it is today. But also, a lot of people don't know that um, it was Pope John the Twenty Third who, during his pontificate, a lot of people were saying that they didn't want to promote this message of Faustina, and he's the one who was responsible for urging um, the, this devotion on. Is that right? And, yeah, there's a huge um, thing there that Father Seraphim in my community knows this whole story, and he says that um, you know all these papers were on John the Twenty Third's desk, and. People were telling him, you know, just kind of write this off, these visions of this Polish nun, you know. And John the Twenty Third said, no, we need to really look into this. And so it was thanks to him um, that it, it was able to make it to the pontificate of John Paul II. So there's a deep connection. So I think for our times, I think both of these newly canonized popes are telling us we need to pay attention to this divine mercy. And they were canonized on that day. I mean, you know, heaven is telling us something. Heaven is trying to get... Our attention, Father, we're right. just so hard-hearted and hard-headed. Yeah. You know, testadora, that's Sicilian yep, yep. for hard-head. Um, gosh, mm-hmm. we just don't learn. But Our Lady yeah. is there. Our Lady is there, yeah. Father. And I know that you're trying with every fiber of your being to be that knight, to be that servant, mm-hmm. to be that holy priest that God has called to lead us back to her, back to her mantle. Back, who knew Christ better than her? And if we can mm-hmm. just... Enclose ourselves, crawl under that mantle, and hold under mm-hmm. her, and let us let let her lead us. You know, I right. I believe we need her now more than ever. I mean, it seems to me, Father. I know we're roughly the same age group. I know I have a few years on you, okay? <laughs> but um, I we're, it seems like our culture over the course of just my own life, but especially in more recent years. I don't know, there's a Merle Haggard song. I know you were, you know, more of the metal kind of music, but you might remember this one, going downhill like a snowball headed for, yeah, we'll leave that blank. But that was a song Merle Haggard sang. I remember this. And it feels like that sometimes to me. And, you know, were it not for divine mercy and trust, I might be overwhelmed, you know. But especially in the past few years, thinking particularly about the assault on the human person, on our, our masculinity, our femininity in the true definition in its authenticity, mm-hmm. uh, redefining marriage. So many voices and views from rather nasty kind of you know, atheists and agnostics, and even, Father, sometimes from Catholics who have dissented, whether unintentionally yeah. or intentionally, from the teachings of the Church. You know, so much toxic fruit. What is, what is it about your work and your mission as a holy priest that Our Lady has asked of you to renew and re-instruct us on just how much we need her in this day and time on earth when it groans beneath us. Yeah, I mean, I think that once again, I think um, I've made it part of my mission to help people to understand, you know, the importance of the truthfulness and the objectivity to things like masculinity and femininity. So I have, you know, chapters on that in my book, Under the Mantle, and in the Virgin Mary and Theology of the Body book. And um, and I think even these two saints, again, John Paul II, I mean, he he was right there leading the charge of this new evangelization because these things are being attacked by the culture. And, um, you know, even even John the Twenty Third, you know, in, in my new book, I have tons of quotes by, by both of, of these newly canonized saints. And John the Twenty Third says this, this is one of them. He says, Piety towards the Most Holy Virgin is the mark of a truly Catholic heart. Wow. Because 
you're not going to really understand the mystery of the church, which is Christ's bride, unless you understand the mystery of Mary. You're not going to understand the mystery of femininity, you know, the crown of creation, this masterpiece that God has made, unless you look at the prototype, the the blueprint of this great mystery of femininity, and that's Our Lady. And so, you know, it breaks my heart that in many colleges today, there's studies, classes, even departments on women's studies. Oh, yeah. But they're not studying the Blessed Virgin Mary. How can you know anything about women unless you study the blueprint? You know what I mean? It's absolutely ludicrous. So they study all the flawed examples, and they don't study the very masterpiece that's been made by God himself. So it's it's crazy. I mean, it's, It is it's crazy, like, Father. Yeah, it's okay. like an engineer trying to tell people how to build bridges, but he doesn't have the blueprint for a bridge. I mean, it's like oh. whacked. You know, so... Yep. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm trying to tell people is we've got to get back to these things because right now, as you know, the culture is trying to create an androgynous culture uh-huh. where, you know, there's no, you can't say this is true about masculinity or femininity. Let people do whatever they want to do and let, you know, guys be really effeminate and, and, and we've switched it. We've, we flipped it upside down. And um, this has become, as people are saying in TV shows say, you know, the modern family or the new mm-hmm. norm. Mm-hmm. And that's wrong. <laughs> It's you know, wrong, and it doesn't lead us to happiness, Father. I right. mean, that people are thinking, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna achieve this, or look this way, or do that to my body, and then I'm gonna be happy." Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a lie. It's a lie of the devil. But you mm-hmm. know, here we are, Father, running up against the clock. We've got to take a little break. I want to continue this thought when we come back. So, everybody, you're listening to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm your host, Stacy Galino, here with Father Donald Calloway. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Are you one of the millions of Americans who can't get their day started without a cup of liquid defibrillation? If so, you're not alone. Morning coffee deficiency affects more and more of us each year. Catholic Community Radio may be able to help you get the caffeine you need to live a normal, productive life. Join the Coffee Club, a growing number of folks just like yourself who use their stainless steel dosage tumbler to get just the right amount of coffee to face the day. Don't let morning coffee deficiency keep you in the breakfast nook. Visit CatholicCommunityRadio.com today. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm Stacy Galena, your host, and I'm so very delighted and honored to have as my guest today back again with us. Now you get to be La Familia here at Catholic Community Radio, Father <laughs> Calloway, Father Donald Calloway. Welcome back. Thank you, Stacy. It is always a pleasure to have you. You know, I'm going to give you a quote from from uh, one of your Marian gems. This is from none other than Venerable Fulton Sheen, and it really speaks to where we were before the break. Um, in particular, woman is made for the sacred. She is heaven's instrument on earth. Mary is the prototype. That's what you were talking about. The pattern woman who fulfills in herself the deepest aspirations of the heart of every daughter of Eve. Mm, now that's yep. something to really unpack. Absolutely. I mean, some of those quotes from Fulton Sheen are amazing. And, you know, John Paul II says the same things. And even um, St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross, you know, oh, he designed yeah. oh, amazing yeah. quotes about Our Lady. Amazing, yeah. amazing. And we were we were kind of talking about that same thing before the break. And you were, were getting into the conversation about our culture and how it's leading us to more of an a, a, a gender neutral androgynous kind of of culture and i wanted I wanted to ask you about this. I saw an article just yesterday you know one of your your sayings that you have father, and that you mean with the, from the standpoint of authentic masculinity, but you often say man up so mm-hmm. I thought you 'd find this interesting 
just yesterday. New campaign, Duke University. I believe it's a campaign to purify the language. And, and they want to remove that particular phrase, as well as some others that really need to be removed. They were pretty gross, and we will not discuss them on air or at any other time. But Man Up in particular, it seemed to me that they're directing this towards this whole push towards tolerance, and they claim that particular phrase is, quote, and this is a quote, a nasty insult often used to shame men and others for showing any sign of weakness. Isn't it exactly the opposite? It is the opposite. I mean, that's just silly. I mean, that stuff has gone, being PC and stuff is just, it's gotten so out of control. It's like, these people, you know, they've just lost common sense. I mean, Come on, that that that's just silly. And you know, and ultimately, what that comes down to is they're not so much at war with the culture as they are at war with God. Because yes. you know that even though the phrase "man up" is not in the Bible, there is a phrase in the Old Testament where God, you know, tells men, uh, "Be a man." You know, right? Um, that's in the Old Testament, and, and so and and ultimately, Jesus Christ is is the God Man, and He's the Warrior King. And so he mans up in the sense of he took on masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he manned up in the fullest sense of the word, and he came to lay down his life to prove his manhood by by shedding his blood and by sacrificing himself for the bride that the Father had entrusted to him. So, you know, they can say that nonsense, but everybody knows that um, a woman wants men to man up because a woman wants to rest in the strength of a man's arm. She mm-hmm. wants to be protected by him. She wants to feel secure by him. And so... You know, that's just silliness. I mean, they've gotten so crazy with that stuff. I know, and it's just, it's that snowball thing (laughs) we were talking about earlier. It's just happening so, so fast. And without, oh, I tell you, the message of divine mercy, without Our Lady, without Mm. the fullness of our faith, I know I would, I would lose hope. Sometimes having, you know, just, just my work here at the Radio Father, having to read all of these things all of the time in order to be prepared, it can be overwhelming. So I have to stay very close to Our Lady. I have to stay in a state of grace as much as possible with this mouth, okay? (laughs) You know, and this feistiness, it can be difficult, but Our Lady Mm -hmm. helps me so, so deeply. Personal story here, if I may. You know, we've I've, my listeners are pretty, you know, somewhat familiar with my own Monica Augustine story. You have yours mm-hmm. with your beautiful mom. I believe her name is Lachita, right? Yep. So there's that one, and then we have we have ours. Well, at the time when this was going on, I had a private mental health practice booming, going very, very well. I closed that practice, went home because I needed to be home to sweep my own porch and take care of my family, okay? And I immediately, because I could see the earth truly was groaning and I felt it in my spirit and I thought, what is going on here? So I, I wanted to know why are people so unhappy? And, and I began to study the integration of the Catholic faith and psychiatry and mental health. I came across people like Fulton Sheen and others, but, uh, but what I'm most amazed by, and I'm still amazed by it, how quickly the Holy Spirit sent me to the school of Mary. He sent me to her lap. He sent me to her mantle because I needed to be transformed. I needed to know who I was as a beloved daughter of the Most High God. What does it mean to be truly feminine? I grew up in a time period, though I would never call myself uh, a feminist. You're still, you're steeped in it, aren't you, Father, in the time period that we've grown in what is our lady how can she guess from your perspective as a priest hearing that story 
What can you say to that and to other women and men who may be listening? Yeah, well, I think that, um, you know, your experience is very indicative of, I think, of what Jesus wants all Christians to, to encounter, and that's to come to him through Our Lady, because nobody knows him better than she does. And so if we're going to really know the heart of Christ and worship him as he wants to be worshipped, and not, you know, us just trying to wing it and rolling right. dice trying to figure it out, Mary will teach us how, and that applies to men and women. So for every woman, she'll make of every woman, you know, uh, a princess. You know, she'll 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 make her lovely and a beautiful feminine mystery and just a gift to the world. You know, and motherhood and everything. And and for every man, Our Lady will help a man to become a knight for the truth mm. and a soldier of for the truth and and an an officer and a gentleman, so to speak. Oh. And so, without Our Lady, um, we're just not going to be able to do that. And so that's why I think Jesus Himself. Um, points to Our Lady and and wants us to delight in her so that we can ultimately be more pleasing to Him, because that's what she does. She helps us to be more conformed to Christ. Amen, amen. And so many, so many gems, Father, that I know people listening can can draw from in your new book, Marian Gems, which can be acquired, Father, I think from Marian.org or the org. Which one? Yep, either one. The the easiest way to get it is through my website, which is fathercalloway.com. Okay. Yeah, because um, that one has, um, the other websites have tons of other stuff, but that one, you, it comes up immediately. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, Father, I didn't know I was a princess. I was never told I was a princess until, and you know, I began to learn that in the, in the holy, the holiest of ways through the example of Our Lady, mm-hmm. knowing, become, coming to know who I am as a beloved daughter of the Most High God. But I love that chapter um, in your book, um, Under the Mantle, where it mm. speaks about that. And I just, I, I that I drew very deeply from recently mm. when I addressed an issue from a, a Catholic school, high school, all-girls school that's not, not here but in another place, mm-hmm. where they have a whole campaign. And one of the, the mantras, Father, is, you are not a princess. You know, I heard that on the Internet. I got so mad at that. Me too. <laughs> Yeah. I was fit to be taught, as we say. <laughs> you know, this is what I want to know. Do you think, because I have this image of Our Lady, and we'll never know right this side of heaven, but mm-hmm. I have this image of Our Lady who is gentle and quiet mm-hmm. and doesn't speak and humble, and that's just not my personality, And I, I, <laughs> I, but I, I'm striving to be like her. Do you think it's okay that God still has a little fire in my belly for these kind of things to defend the faith and defend Our Lady? Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, I think the important thing to remember is, you know, Mary, in her daintiness, in her beautiful femininity, and in her loveliness and tenderness, you know, it's still her dainty little feminine heel that crushes Satan's head, you know? Yeah. So, it, it, you know, there's a slogan from the 60s and 70s, that, you know, I am woman, hear me roar, oh you know, and it was used in a bad sense, but... Right. Um, in a rebellion sense, but you know, think about it. On one level, that is true. When you look, when you look at Our Lady, you know, it's her, it's her mystery of her femininity that does have power. Um, not because she's wielding a sword, and not because she's, you know, screaming and shouting, right? Um, but because the mystery of her femininity has the power to conquer the darkness. Amen. And oh, if so many more women knew that today. If if that only they knew. Hey, if they listened to the Faith and Good Counsel show, they might <laughs> they might get a little little window into that, and yeah. how how Our Lady can transform transform purely intended hearts. Well, 
On to something else, Father. You know, you have such a beautiful um, priesthood and ministry. And one of your newest things, as if your bio earlier wasn't enough, that, that CV, that resume keeps growing. But you've added something else. You've added pilgrimages that you're doing. And, and I'm looking at um, your website, fathercalloway.com, and there's a, a, a cute little link there that will lead people to a list of pilgrimages. Tell us about that. I am so excited about that, and what delights me big time is that my mom um, oh. goes with me on all the pilgrimages. Oh, what a gift! Yeah, it is because I I love to see people when they when they um, speak highly of my mom and they get to know her, and it just makes me so happy. And Absolutely. So, yeah, and so yeah, we're going to be going to this June. We're going to Ro- Rome and the shrines of Italy in December. We're going to Guadalupe. In March of next year, we're going to Lourdes and Paris, and then in May, the Holy Land. So we've got tons of these things lined up, and um, we want as many people to come as possible and, and to bring your loved ones who struggle with the faith. You know, Amen. tell them they're going on a trip to Europe, you know, and um, we'll let our Lord give them the, you know, spiritual kick in the pants over there on that pilgrimage. And so um, I can't wait. I'm so excited that I'm able to do this. Who would have thought, huh, Father, what, 20 years ago, who would have thought? God is amazing in what he can do with an open heart. He just waited for that moment, waited for that moment when your heart was open and ready to receive him. And Our Lady was there. Our Lady was there. I love on that website, too, Father, um, where you can check into those pilgrimages that your first prayer to Mary is listed there. Um, I hope folks will go and check that out. It just starts out just, Mary, I love you so much. And I'm so in love with Jesus. It's, it's so beautiful. You have to go and read it there. Um, but we're running short of time, and I don't want to miss out um, on the opportunity to ask you for a blessing and to ask you to tell people how they can get in touch with you. Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, they can get in touch with me by just going to my website. It's fathercalloway.com, and you have to spell out the father part, fathercalloway.com. And we have stuff on there about my community, about vocations, about my books, speaking events, and all that. So, okay. Um, yep. Okay, so let's say a prayer and give everybody a blessing. Please. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of this day. We thank you for the gift of your love and your mercy for your church, and we especially thank you for the gift of Our Lady. And we pray for a greater love for her so that we can be more conformed to your divine Son, our Savior, and ultimately more pleasing to you, and that we can grow in virtue. And we ask this blessing for all the listeners and all their loved ones. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God bless you, Father, for your yes. Your yes to the Lord, your yes to to Our Lady. And um, one last pearl of wisdom, anything that you can share with us as we we leave, take leave of you today. Sure, yeah. Um, I would say here's a quote from the newly canonized Pope John XXIII. He says, The faithful can do nothing more fruitful and salutary than to win for themselves the most powerful patronage of the Immaculate Virgin, so that by this most sweet mother... They, there may be open to them all the treasures of the divine redemption. Wow. That's mm-hmm. from your new book, Marian Gems, from our yep. newly canonized St. John the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So powerful. I've got to learn more about him, Father. I'm so <laughs> excited. <too. laughs> so We all do. So excited. Yeah. Well, again, such a pleasure. God bless you. And thank you so much for taking time to be with us. And I bet you and I will both agree that it's really wise to stay under her mantle. And that's Mm -hmm. where I'm going to remain until the end of the time, defending and loving Holy Mother Church. Thanks once again, everybody, 
for being with us today. It's always a pleasure, a pleasure and honor to be with you. I'm very, very grateful for your, your listenership. If you need to get in touch with me here at the station, please feel free to do so. And you can do that at sgolino at catholiccommunityradio.org. You can also check out our Facebook page at Faith and Good Counsel. Or you can go to my blog, stacygolino.com. And pretty soon I will have uh, this very show up there for you, as well as some other resources um, and links to Father Calloway's work. Um, so God bless you all. Pax Christi, y'all. Until I see you next time. Once again, bye-bye. Take care.